Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. This is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Well, today's episode is titled, When You Wish Upon a Star. So do you remember when you were a kid and... Maybe you went somewhere and there was a, a wishing well, right? Or a fountain and, and you asked your parents for a, um, a penny or a coin of some kind and you, you threw the penny in and you made a wish or you wished upon, you know, a falling star or uh, maybe every year on your birthday, you really thought about, hmm, what do I want as my wish this year before I blow out my candles? right? Or maybe you were one of the lucky ones that found a four-leaf clover and you considered yourself really, really lucky, right? So I think as children, we have this tendency to make wishes, don't we? Children live in a different world than a lot of adults. They, they live in this place where they believe that anything is possible and all I have to do is just wish it hard enough. And what happens as we grow older and quote unquote wiser is that we start to believe that things like that are silly or superstitious or maybe it's fun, but it doesn't really make a difference. But what if those things are kind of there to teach us how to trust the universe or your, your higher power, God? Right? What if that's a, a child's method of teaching us something that's bigger as a spiritual principle? I, so let me reference a couple uh, bodies of work for you that directly relate to this childlike response to wishing. Neville Goddard, uh, he's one of my favorite old dead guys, uh, he talks a lot about imagination and the power of imagination. Uh, I do a lot of teaching on imagination, especially for uh, business owners and entrepreneurs to really think about, you know, what we say the sky is the limit, right? But really looking at what do you want and spending time in that place, using your imagination to think about it, to feel it, to understand what it is that you need to, to know. Um, some of the great thinkers in the history of our, of mankind you know, I think about Einstein. If you really look at his story, he wasn't really great at math and science. Uh, he was actually at the bottom of his class, but you know what he was really great at? Sticking with his imagination and really looking at a problem from as many angles for as long as possible until something came to him. That's what he was really good at. So, uh, also Greg Braden, he is a scientist turned spiritualist. So he has both sides of that. Um, but he talks about something that we we've talked about on this podcast before a feeling prayer that there are many cultures around the world and also throughout history that basically what they do is they think about what is it that I want and they imagine what does that look like? What does that feel like? What, what will the physical world kind of be like if I get what I want, right? It is the uh, quote unquote adult version of the child version of a wishing well. And then Bruce Lipton also talks about in his book, Biology of Belief, and also his other book, The Honeymoon Effect, you know, the things that we believe become our truth, become our reality, become the things that we see in our life. 
For example, if you believe that you can do something, right? You wholeheartedly believe that you can do something. Guess what? You're probably going to go do that, right? And the opposite is also true. If you wholeheartedly believe that you can't do something, guess what? That's probably true. Okay. And so, you know, this, this childlike faith really says, I'm going to throw that coin in the fountain and I'm going to wish for, you know, the biggest thing that I can possibly think of because why not? Right. So at what point do we lose this childlike faith and stop wishing and wanting and hoping for the things that, that, that are big in our life? Now, I think one of the things that happens is that we get too caught up in the how, right? What is the right way to do this? I see this all the time. I work with a ton of business owners, especially entrepreneurs, kind of getting out there doing their thing, consultants, solopreneurs, you name it. I hear from them all the time. Michelle, what is the right program for this? Michelle, you know, who should I really be plugging into for this? Uh, Michelle, how can I solve this problem, you know, using this method? Well, you're really focused on the how. But when you focus on what and even why, the how kind of takes care of itself. Because the power isn't in the how of bringing forth what you wish. You know, you think about that. You you drop the penny in the fountain, you leave, and you kind of wait for it to happen, don't you? There's a there's a um a, a pausing in that moment where you recognize the significance of this wish, right? So think about that when you were a kid. You knew you were gonna get a wish on that birthday cake, right? Blow out your candles, here you go. You're standing at the fountain. You know you're going to get a wish. When you see a shooting star, you know you're going to get a wish. So we pause. We think really intently about what it is that I want. And as we're doing that, we're thinking about that thing. And we're actually feeling the the joy and excitement and, and whatever it is that we want to feel about that thing. Right? And then what do we do? We, you know, we make our wish and we move on right? As if nothing else has happened. It's easy to look at that from a child perspective and say, oh, it's, it's just a, it's just a thing, right? It's just a thing that we do for fun. When in reality, that's how we kind of manifest, if you will, if you want to use that word, that's how we bring into reality our dreams. Okay. Because children, what they do, they know that I've just wished. And so therefore this thing is going to happen because, you know, that's just how it works. So I made this wish. It's going to happen. And I move on with my life as if it's going to happen. They have full faith that this thing is going to happen. I I was really reflecting on this for myself, you know, thinking about, well, what about me? You know, what, what have I uh, wished for in the past? I remember when I was about eight years old. Uh, for, for Christmas one year, I, I wished, you know, I, the biggest thing that I could think of, I wanted a puppy, I wanted a horse and I wanted a little brother. Okay. Now in my eight year old world, those were pretty big things. Um, and a year later we actually got a dog, um, my very first pet and, and I so appreciated her. She actually passed away when I was in college. She was a, a great dog. Uh, very fun, even though she loved to eat things that really were not food, you know, the house and and various things, but uh, she was a great dog. So got that wish. 
Um, for, for as far as the horse goes, okay, I came from kind of a poor family. I wasn't going to get a horse, but for Christmas, my parents did get me, um, uh, kind of a figurine of a horse. Okay. And then fast forward seven, almost eight years later, guess what? I got the little brother. Okay. <laughs> um, so in my childlike faith, I just ordered up whatever I thought of was the biggest thing and boom, there you go. Uh, I have a client that she, for her birthday, you know, we were, we were kind of talking about this and I said, you know, if you could have anything for your birthday, what would you want? And she admitted that she had not been in a really positive relationship in several years. So she said, you know, Michelle, I would like a, a partnership with someone that really is positive. It's collaborative. I can move forward with them. Well, one year later, we were doing kind of the same birthday reflection. And I said, hey, how's it going? Last year, you said you wanted to, you know, have this partnership. What, how's that working out for you? And she said, actually, um, I have a business partner that has turned into that collaborative partnership that I've always wanted. And, and I said, well, what helped you kind of lead to this uh, result? And she said, honestly, after we had our conversation, I just really thought about what it was going to feel like in my life to have that partnership. And I was looking with expectation. So she didn't just say, oh, I hope one day I get this partnership. She was looking with expectation. And guess what? She got what she wanted. It might look a little bit differently. It wasn't the romantic relationship that she had originally envisioned, but she fully said, you know, as we were talking about this, she said, Michelle, yeah, but this is so much better. <laughs> um, and it still leaves hope for that romantic relationship if, if that's supposed to be a part of her plan. No wish is ever wasted. Okay. So the question of the day is when was the last time that you paused and thought about what you truly want and really trusted that you would get it? If you haven't done that in a great while, I would highly recommend that you do it and maybe even try to get in touch with channel your, your inner child there standing at the fountain. Uh, you know, you could close your eyes and, and imagine yourself as a, a little girl or a little boy standing in front of a fountain and getting ready to toss that penny into the fountain. What is it that you want? Dream big. Okay. What is it that you want? What is your life going to look like and feel like when you get that thing that you want? And imagine putting all of that intention into your coin and throw it into the fountain and walk away with gratitude and thanks, knowing that that thing is going to happen. Okay. Just trust me on this. Try me. Okay. Try and see if it doesn't work. All right. So thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and keep dreaming.